0: You've made it this far. You've made it through the babbling, the bonking, the boats. Let's face it, all of this is partially your fault, isn't it? Well, there's no turning back now. They're here. They're Porgs. It's the Porgcast, Episode 6 the last porg Guys, we somehow made it. We it's did episode it.
1: 6, the final episode. It's kind of hard doing- to believe that we've made it this far actually.
0: And we
2: still have things to talk about.
1: Do we though? I certainly
0: hope we do cuz we got like another like who knows how long to kill here. Before we, we can
3: move on with our lives. So here's the thing, is that I just can't believe my journey from, like, misunderstanding this as a Pog cast. Like, I thought maybe Mikey <laughs> wanted to talk about Pogs.
2: Yeah. He, it's something he would do. We haven't
0: discussed that on the show. I When I sent Andrew the text, and I basically just said, like, hey, I got an idea for you, PogCast. He immediately texted back and said, I'm in. And then, like, ten minutes later texted me again
1: saying, like, hey, I thought you said Pog cast. But I'm still in. (laughs) (laughs) So there's an alternate reality where this is actually a podcast about pogs. Debate amongst yourselves if that would have been better than what we did or not. But either way, we've arrived. Episode six, The Last Porg. What a beautiful name there. Not clumsy at all. Okay, but what I want to talk about right out of the gate here right now is that Dun, 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 dun. Guess what has happened? Our very own Mikey was at a tattoo shop yesterday, and yep. he has officially gotten his porg cast tattoo challenge tattoo, and it is a porg in a boat. Yep. Discuss.
0: Yeah. So I went. You know. Shout out to Liberty Tattoo here in Atlanta. My boy Tad Coleman. Hooked me up. He did not know what a porg was. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to know. So when you go in... I'm just you- going to take it a step further. He hasn't seen any of the new Star Wars films. Jeez. But yeah, he didn't know what a porg was, but did a really bang up job on the art here. This With an original piece based on
1: Ben's fantastic Photoshop. Did you bring in my image of the the porg in a boat and you said and you said hey i need you to tattoo this on me
0: yeah i i brought him that picture as well as just a couple other just like pictures of porgs Mm -hmm. like and he just kind of
3: went for it What what was his reaction did he was he like uh you sure or is he like yeah no i'm feeling this man probably more the latter oh wow okay I
0: can't imagine this is the weirdest tattoo he's ever done. Sure. I mean, like, when I looked through his portfolio, there was some pretty,
1: like, goofy stuff in there, which is why I kind of picked him out. Jordan, you have multiple Star Wars tattoos. How does this pork tattoo rank for you?
2: I, uh, I got two so far. Uh, but I am pretty jealous of Mikey's, actually. I, I think so I'm going to have to go out and get myself I, a pork tattoo. Yeah,
1: I saw it, and yeah. I was like, I kind of actually, yeah. can we all get that? Because that's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> I showed it to a few people, and I would categorize it as a mix of that's awesome and that's horrific. But both yeah. of them. But it I feel like
2: most of the tattoos between the three of us usually get that response. Yeah.
1: All right. So that is the tattoo. If you have not seen it yet, it is posted on our Instagram. You can go there. <laughs> uh, there is a picture of it in sparkling, dazzling color. Um, and you can see what it looks like when a bunch of idiots convince another idiot to tattoo a pork in a boat on themselves. Yep. It's freaking awesome. And I think we all applaud Mikey
3: Yay. in uh, making Thanks.
1: this happen. So speaking of Instagram, obviously in the past few episodes, we have been kind of teasing out that episode six, we want to do a big Q&A where we kind of take our listeners' questions about Porgs or their dictions and answer those questions. So here we are, the official podcast. Ask Me Anything We have been scouring online all week, gathering your questions that you have emailed, commented, or DM'd to us. I have organized them here on my side. None of my other podcasters have heard these questions yet. So we're going into this cold turkey, and this is going to be fresh... Off the cuff, hot takes from just pure mm-hmm. comedy. Just pure comedy from America's favorite pork boys uh, themselves. So, my fellow podcasters, yep, are you ready for the Q
2: and think we're ready. So I'm ready. feeling
1: it. To start this off, let me say this. So, for listeners out there, we had a lot of questions come in. So, just from Instagram alone, not counting like email or anything else, uh, we had like over 30 questions come through, which probably isn't a lot if you're Chris Hardwick. But if you're us, that's kind of a lot. And so and since, you know, I I truly believe listening to four nerds talk about Star Wars for anything longer than an hour is actually like legitimately like torture and a war crime. Yeah, probably. I've kind of trimmed these down. Um, So listeners, if we didn't get to your question, I apologize. But for the sake of humanity, we're only going to answer a few of them or as many as we have time for. So we're going to power through these. Uh, So here we go. The first question comes to us via email from Brayden. And the question is this. Why weren't Porgs in The Force Awakens? We didn't see a single one on the island. Where do they live? Where are they at? Referring to at the end of Force Awakens, we are there
2: on the island. They could have been on the back side of the island because we didn't see. She walked up a couple steps and handed Luke a look lightsaber. You know, there was no like, fuck, which, where is he? You know, like, is he on this side? He's on. That. She didn't right. wander around. It was just... Beeline straight there. So I think this lends itself to two things.
1: Is one in the biology, the poregology episode, we talked about them possibly being nocturnal for That's one. True. Yeah. And then two, it could be out in boats. That's a good point. It was we, during the day they may oh, have Oh, they were on boats yeah. the whole time. We
0: did learn about puffins that they spend like a significant portion of the year just like out in the middle of the ocean. On boats. And only return to the island for like breeding season. So it's very likely they were out on those boats
1: just away from the island if they are kind of having a more puffin-like
2: lifestyle. Just on, just on that nine to five. <laughs>
3: yeah. So I we mean, think in mm-hmm. The Force
1: Awakens, they may have been out having sex on boats.
3: Yeah. but I mean, that's a very <laughs> sweet and genuine <laughs> thing to think that porgs are just copulating on boats all day but I mean (laughs) to go to the cynical you know marketing aspect of it they didn't want to give us a Jar Jar or an Ewok in in the first installment of the new trilogy because they thought like okay we're a little too jaded at this point after the original or sorry the prequel trilogy gotta ease them
1: in or they didn't want to overshadow the Force Awakens yeah They just knew the porgs would take over. They knew the porgs are going to take over.
0: Yeah. We've also really painted the porg into like this really horrifying, nightmarish light. And I think that would (laughs) really change the tone up of that movie if like we arrive and Luke's like, get in the shadows. We can't let the porgs see
1: us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's when you move.
1: (laughs) It's like an after credits scene, right? She holds out the lightsaber, the music swells. It goes to credits, and then it cuts back in, and it's them with their, like, robes over their heads running and screaming <laughs> down the hill because they're being sworn by vampiric porks <laughs> yeah. chasing them. It's like the Gallimimus scene in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, they're just all, all coming for them.
3: And, I mean, we've gotten there, I guess, now through six episodes of the podcast is that our forecast is really dark for them. And I guess this is really (laughs) more suited for a middle piece in this whole movement. You know, it's a lot more like empire. Okay. That makes sense. Are we good with that answer? I like that. Hope the listener is good with that answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Braden, that answers your question. Next up from Instagram from at mental toaster. Can you comment? And Ooh, this is interesting. We have not talked about this yet uh, on the podcast. Uh, briefly on our Instagram stories, but not on the official episodes. Uh, mental toaster would like to know, can you comment on the ice fox from the last Jedi trailer? Um, we are referring, in fact, to the, uh, vulptexes, if I'm pronouncing the plural right of that, uh, with regard to Porgs. Uh, my personal thought... Uh, from Mental Toaster is that it's a plan B if porgs turn out to be as reviled as Jar Jar Disney can then pivot to marketing Ice Fox merch so boys Ice Foxes what do you think? guys I want to come in here with a hot take here he comes Ice
0: Foxes can take a hike (laughs) Oh, he got me. He got me. <laughs> this leads me to my new segment I'm introducing in our final episode. It's called Take a Hike with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Ice Foxes, I'm not having it because y'all look like a bunch of Pokemon. And specifically, you look like the kind of Pokemon that look really cool and you feel like you want to catch them because they're going to be really great. But then you do catch them and find out that they just have stats that don't line up with a, a move set that fits into any kind of competitive strategy. So... So Ice Foxes, why don't you go ahead and uh,
1: take a hike. We that we went so off the rails. Jordan and I are looking at each other so confused because there was well, so much Pokemon that just happened. I
2: I have at most seen these Ice Foxes mm-hmm. like m- as I scroll past her. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Jordan has no fucking clue what we're talking so about. So like right I now. <laughs> sort of have like seen an out like as it's like you can see like as you're scrolling down you see like something Star Wars and like it's like okay, here it comes and when I see, like, yep, that's a that's a, that's a Last Jedi, I think that's I just, Star like,
1: Wars. Girls go right past He it. starts humming. He starts <laughs> covering his ears and I eyes.
2: Start getting the shakes. He gets the
1: shakes. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the ice foxes. So Mikey well, and I had a reunion tour this week. Mm-hmm. Disney. Uh, we hung out at Disneyland. We rode on Star Tours. And although they had originally said they weren't launching them new material until the film came out, uh, we got to ride Star Tours with new IP in it. So mm-hmm. Finn and Poe Ice Foxes and Ice Foxes. No Porks, but there were Ice Foxes
2: so briefly. It's clearly not from the brief. Just from the color scheme, as it grows, by like that wasn't the same. That's not Pork Island. No, no, it's it, a different no. island. Yeah,
1: but you see two scenes. You see the one battle scene that we've seen in a lot of the trailers and the posters, where you have the ships mm-hmm. with like the red smoke coming out the back. So you see that scene, which is where the Ice Foxes live. And then you also go to Jakku and you, like, dogfight with the Millennium Falcon
2: through trash, which is kind of cool. I'm a little bit on Mike's side with here. Like, Mm -hmm. they can take a hike a little bit because, you know, this is, first off, this is the podcast. This is the podcast. We have to be opposed to this. Yeah, And second, you know... Do you see any Ice Fox toys? But
1: at Mental Toaster is saying that he thinks that's... This their they, backup they think strategy? that's the... Mental Toaster thinks that's
2: the backup strategy. Yeah. There's always the Krat Dragon skeleton in the background. You know what I mean? There's always mm. those background things. There's in, always something. Yeah. There's always a new action figure.
3: There's not a long history of backup stuff in Star Wars, so that's where I would push back on it. Because, like, for example, you know, in the same movie as the Ewoks, you know, that one weird, like, frog monster that sticks yeah. its tongue out and eats the other monster... Mm. Like, yeah. that wasn't their backup for the Ewoks. Like, to me, right. I, and I guess, actually, I don't know why everyone's right, coming I'm, down in this way, but we're all pretty anti-Ice Fox, it sounds like. And, <laughs> I mean, I am, too. I mean, to be we're, fair. We're
2: anti-Ice Fox. We're just way more pro-Porg. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, I mean, Mental Toaster, yeah. my feeling is that they're throwaways. Like, it's just filler. <laughs> Just fill it. <laughs> take Take high There's going to be
2: a ship that flies overhead and then the, it's going to have its head down. It's going to look up and then that's going to be it for the whole right, movie. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Somebody will write a fan fiction on it and that'll be it. Yeah. And uh, be d- uh, there'll,
2: there'll be four and Jedi
3: versions of it. For the
1: porgs. Yeah. They'll show up in the RPGs and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Boom. gaveled, Ice foxes. Uh, next question came from at Toby Newler, our favorite fan artist who drove oh. through the porg bonk. He said, do they mourn their fallen? Ooh. Wow, They do ride boats. Are
2: we imagining a Viking funeral? That, that's where I was actually no, headed with this, yes. I, I was seriously thinking, like, okay, like if they're going to, you know, when they go, there's going to be a little ritual, a little Porg ritual, which that might even be what the two, uh, n- what, nun-looking creatures were. Oh, the caretakers. Yeah. The
1: caretakers are there to— uh,
2: To see them off on their journey. To deal
1: with Porg funerals.
0: Yeah, because we did talk about how like they're supposedly taking care of this temple, but there's only one Jedi there, so maybe they have to like fill in their time with like some other duties,
1: and that involves pork funerals. You get bored, and you're just like you start inventing work for
3: yourself. <laughs> like maybe we'll have pork funerals. I think if anything happens, that's what it's going to be. I think we're all on board with Viking funeral. Viking funeral. Can we get actually a pork diction sound for that for old Toby? Yeah.
1: Porks have Viking funerals. They go under their boats the caretakers light them on fire and they go out into the sea. They're it's really beautiful.
3: It. Just going for it. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Our next question is actually not a question. We have a Porg diction oh. that uh, one of our listeners would like us to weigh in on, which I absolutely okay. love. This comes from at Tresley Snipes <laughs> on Instagram, nice. which is an awesome name. But let's actually, let's give it its full honor. Can I get a Porg diction noise? All right, poor Porg diction. Kylo Ren fell to the dark side because he saw his pet Porg get roasted by the other Jedi at Luke's temple and has now sworn himself to evil. Chewie is now trying to fulfill Han's last wish by bringing Kylo a new one to bring him back to
2: the light this, side. I mean, do we have a fifth guest now? I mean, like, this yeah, is perfect.
1: perfect. I feel like this is really in canon with us. Yeah. It's definitely right in our
0: wheelhouse, and I'm pretty on board with it. I feel like it clashes a little bit with some of our stuff, because we've really pushed the Porgs as, I think, a force of the dark side. Yeah. But I think we're definitely
3: on to something here. I have two comments. One, I think for a Tresley, it's a little too specific. But two is that this isn't as hard as I thought it was. So <laughs> um, <laughs> It's on brand for the Yeah.
1: I feel like Tresley really understands our brand. And our general train wreck like demeanor. So, <laughs> yeah, hats off to that. Yes, I'll go with that porg diction. It could happen. Although porgs are seemingly also maybe forced vampires. So, it's very weird that Kylo would have such an attachment to them. It's, you think? You know, it's an evil pet. You think that would have been a red flag for Luke and Han. Like, oh, he seems really attached to this thing, this vampire. This vampire. <laughs> Next question from at Plo underscore cool oh, with a K. It's a plocoon reference. Yes, it <laughs> yes, is. I like that name. In. Yes, it is. And here comes the question. The question is, are Porgs really Sith Lords in disguise? You know how Jedi become Force ghosts? Maybe Sith Lords become Porgs. This changes everything. Oh,
2: man. That, I like that. You like that? You, none of us have done it, and so far, so far, okay. none of the questions have done it. Okay, nobody's tried to tie the porgs to Snoke yet. Because that, for a while before the I porgs, I like that you—that that was the number one theory. Okay, with the Snoke. <laughs> yeah, Wahoo! just theories in general. Snoke theories in general were just flying everywhere. They were going
1: everywhere. I thought, I thought Snoke was actually Dumbledore, but it turns out he's not. <laughs> so the question is Are Porgs the Sith equivalent of a Force Ghost? In that case, how does Jordan's ancillary question, or taking that a step further into the ether, and, Andrew, I, I feel like I need you to weigh in on these
3: kind of questions no. because you are known to be our biggest conspiracy oh, yeah. theorist. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, is that my question about this is really, where were you week one, right? Because, like, I could have spent 40 minutes on this. But, <laughs> but, no, I mean, like, so I guess my like my only issue with the past two questions is that it would really put our chips on Last Jedi's going to be about Porgs, Right. And so it depends on how metaphorical Korgs <laughs> are. Oh, I mean, geez, we spent enough time on them, I guess. But no, so like, these are all like great ideas. And I look forward to listening to their podcast. That's like how I would have written Star Wars because yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plo cool has a far
1: better version of maybe the Star Wars universe. Tresley Snipes, Plo cool, let's get you guys together uh, to write a screenplay. Here's my question relating to Plo Cool Sting.
0: So if each Porg is like the quote-unquote ghost of a Sith Lord,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Who is Chewie's Porg?
1: I have a question from a user that I can use to segue this, guys, if we want to go there.
2: Yeah. Let's go for yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. then
1: I would like to introduce to you, in the vein of Tresley and Plo, we have a question from at Where's Knife Head on Instagram that said, did Darth Plagueis reincarnate <laughs> himself as a Porg? Question mark Darth Porgus? <laughs> well, I guess that solves it. Yeah. So is that Chewie's Porgus? Porges Darth
0: Plagueis? <laughs> 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 because this ties in with, with Andrew's whole yep. idea he had, where Darth Plagueis created the Porgs. Yep, that's true. Oh, and then he
1: re put himself in the body of one of the Porgs that he had created. Oh my God!
3: Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Guys, pack it up. We're pull, done. The is done. Because Plague wow. is new. Like, I have this fall b- <laughs> creature. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love this because our, our listeners are...
2: They're teeing it up for arguably us.
1: Arguably crazier than us. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is yeah, hard. In the best way. Yeah, which is hard. I didn't think uh, ham water
3: the- was this widely available, but I guess it is.
1: Next question <clears> comes from <throat> at Jennifer Keegan. OK, uh, <laughs> wants to know, <laughs> do the porgs have a long-standing tradition of seafaring like the Dutch or the Greeks, or are they unlicensed
2: fishermen?
3: Wow, that's another good. You one. know,
2: I, I feel like it probably arose out of necessity, like because, you know, mm-hmm. as we know, they were dropped there from Han Solo. They were dropped right? there. Dropped yeah. There. So they're not it's not the tradition. It, it's become the tradition over time just, you know, out of because what else are you going to do when you're on an island?
1: Are there government regulations on
2: the planet of Octu? No. It seems like it's probably a little desolate place. How did the porgs become fishermen? Well, cuz if it's their day job, they got to be hired by somebody who's paying the porgs. Follow the money, is all I'm saying, man. It's a spooky castle. You these castles don't just appear out of nothing, you know? There's always the old white guy that, you know, they got to pull the mask off at the end of the episode.
1: And that's Snoke.
0: (laughs) So Jennifer, Jennifer, it
2: sounds
1: like that answers your question. (laughs) Next question is from at 4.i.raven on Instagram. Wants to know, what's your theory about the Porg on the Millennium Falcon? Do you think it'll be with the gang long term? So I was thinking about this too. Mm. Is this Porg that we see that's been on the ship, is it going to last beyond Last Jedi? Is he in this now? I
0: mean, it's all well and good to have a baby Porg sitting on your, your control panel. But God, when that thing reaches full size and it's four feet tall, that's going to be tough to keep on your ship. Yeah, it's you know how like, they say you're
2: not supposed to have the dice hanging from the mirror because it's like, you know, it gets in your field of vision. Like, imagine a four foot tall pair of dice. <laughs>
3: That's right. It's going to be a big imposition, but they're going to have it. It's long term. It's there.
2: You think JJ's going to pick up the pork torch? Oh, JJ has to make. He's got third the next one. one. You're yeah. right.
3: I guess so. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he had some kind of backdoor influence on these guys.
2: They put in the rolling meatballs with tentacles in the in Force yeah, Awakens. JJ
1: did have the his icky space monsters. Yeah, so we know he loves. We know he loves his space monsters.
3: You look back at the previous episodes, we've said it, that this is filling the hole in Chewie's heart where Han used to go.
1: Is the Porg going to take over the captain's chair? Oof. That's where I want to go to next. We have another question, pork edition, that came in, which I think falls right in line with this. At OvaCord on Instagram <laughs> said, I'm scared Chewie will die and the Porg and the Falcon is being set up to be his replacement in the film. Oh God. If this happens, can I have a hug? (laughs) Which I think a four-foot porg replacing Chewie is blasphemous, but also not improbable. We were worried about there not being enough room on the Falcon for a four-foot penguin. But without Chewie, there is an empty seat. It's true. This is
2: dark.
3: I'll give them a hug if this happens, because I do think this is like... Of the worst-case scenarios we've described, this is the worst worst. It's like, we'll kill Chewie, and then just flying around space (laughs) is a four-foot porg. If this happens, we may not buy tickets to the third in the series. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to rule it out, because sure, I think that's possible, but I'm saying that's improbable. You probably don't have to worry about a hug from me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Next question, and I feel like this is one... Kind of directed squarely at Mikey being our resident guy who reads books that are not. The courtship of Princess Leia. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So this question comes from at SkaBrew underscore Tanya. Is this a Ska fan? A Ska fan. I know. A Ska fan with a question that's for Mikey. How do you tell a boy Porg from a girl Porg?
3: The wiener. Come on. I can answer that for you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Mike, sorry, you take this one. Yeah, Yeah. Mike, we had a lot of discussion about
1: biology and things that like differentiate different things from each other. And aside from P and Vs, how would you differentiate between the two?
0: We've seen some color variation amongst like porg merchandise we've seen. So I think it's possible what we might be seeing is something called sexual dichromatism, which is a fancy way of saying the males and females are different colors, which is super common amongst a lot of different birds. It's possible that's going to be the easiest way to tell them
1: apart.
3: Wow, mm-hmm. what, what a cogent answer. Wow. Okay. I know. What a, right? what a
1: concise and, and uh, well, there it is. There it is, Scabrutania. There'll That's be different colors. It. Book it. Yeah, I don't want to do something funny instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andrew, did you have anything there you want to fight against?
3: No, just going back to kindergarten cop, boys have penis, girls have vagina.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, this question comes to us from at nerdygirlroams the world, wants to know who wins in a battle. Porgs or the Lorax They both presumably fly Although the Lorax flies ass first
3: First uh, Which could be awkward (laughs) So the Lorax and a Porg Who wins? The first thing I go to is like Oh well the Lorax is up up a creek I mean all the Truffula trees are You know being cut down And but it's like, then I thought about it. It's like, well, we've established that the Porgs are force vampires, so all of the Jedi's are getting cut down. So we kind of have two orphan creatures here going at each other. I almost have to say the Lorax in this case because
2: this is the most difficult question we presented so far. The Lorax, though, in the book, like he kind of came across as like a bit more of a pacifist, whereas we're painting the poor, you know, our correct assumptions about these porgs is mm-hmm. that they're bloodthirsty vampires. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're going to take a, a born and bred carnivore for the force and put it up against like a pacifist like environmentalist like Lorax. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go with like the, the porgs on this one.
1: The Lorax seems more cognizant
2: though. I think he's going to try to Gandhi it and then he's going to get eaten. <laughs>
3: I don't want to go into like a whole verse here. I'm sorry. But like, I'm just <laughs> going to come down. It is the Porg cast. The Lorax is playing an away game. And I'm sorry, it didn't come up his way this time.
1: So, Nerdy Girl roams the World. The Lorax basically loses for being a hippie. Uh, and the Porgs. Uh, <laughs> Here's win a fan for theory for awesome. you for next
3: time Is uh, that Octu is like the decimated Horton Here's a Who world? <laughs> <laughs>
1: This next question is a question from a very, very special asker. So it turns out when you put things on the Internet, just anybody can listen to it, including Mikey and I's mom. Oh, my God. So mom says, "Um, you guys have predicted that Porgs vampire up the force from Jedis, and that is their main life source. So the question is... If someone were to cook and eat a porg, similar to the puffin' heart eating discussion, or if someone were to possibly turn one of the porgs into a gross soup, um, as was implied <laughs> on episode five, would the person who ate the porg gain additional force
2: strength? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a little bit of a porg diction here. This ties into Snoke is a secret, force goes porg. <laughs> he put this all together, Luke's there, stuck on the island. Luke's going to have to eat them, and he's trying to, like, secretly, like, dark side poison Luke to turn him to the dark side. Whoa! And that's why... and I there's like all this that.
1: Whoa, that's heavy. Yeah. There's all this internet buzz about, is Luke going to go bad? Maybe Luke goes bad because I mean, he... Yeah, that he, was
2: Return of the Jedi, too. That was the whole thing with, the, you know, black costume. Yeah, he yeah. gobbles up too many porks. <laughs> you got to be careful at those un- unloaded wings places, man. They'll get you. <laughs>
1: He goes to Octu Buffalo Wild (laughs) Corks and eats too many Dark Side Flavor. He can't decide
2: between Wingstock and (laughs) Buffalo Wild Wings.
1: Yeah, he eats too many and he goes evil. I'm going to be moving outside of my
0: my nerd wheelhouse here to a subject I don't know a lot about, but like Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right? Wasn't there like a thing introduced about like you could drink up unicorn blood and like that was a
1: bad thing to do,
0: but it could make you more powerful. It'd keep you
1: young. Oh. yeah, it wasn't it Voldemort young. sucking down some unicorns in one of those. Wait, but I'm confused here now. So, do porgs keep you young, or they turn you evil?
0: I think what they do is they give you more midi chlorians. So maybe like the theory here is like there's dark side and light
1: side midi chlorians. How do you explain Anakin going it, evil?
2: It goes into like the whole like nature of evil thing. Because if there's light side and dark side midi chlorians, you got no choice.
1: But Anakin wasn't born evil. He turned evil, and then he turned back to good.
2: Right.
0: Maybe
1: Anakin never truly went to the dark side. He was just, like, along for the ride. He just, he was along for the ride. Then he scarfed down a couple too many light side porgs, and... Yeah. <laughs> he had too much porg light meat, and he's good. <laughs> light meat know, and dark meat. Dark meat and dark meat <laughs> of porgs. And you go evil or good.
3: Yeah, in Hamwater Drinkers Anonymous, they have what's called a moment of clarity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, um, when this question
3: came in, I just thought like, no, of course not. That would be ridiculous if you got more or less force sensitive from eating porgs. But, um, <laughs> this is the porg cast after all. And I think the answer is the opposite, which is, of course you would become more or less force sensitive from eating porgs. <laughs> <laughs> and so the so. problem I have is that it all hangs together so, so perfectly And so, yes, of course, like, this is a tension
2: where it's like, uh uh-oh, you're eating
3: porks in the gross soup that's making you evil.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Occam's razor. It's the simplest, elegant solution. It just works.
1: (laughs) So Darth Plagueis turned himself into a pork. So that Luke could eat him <laughs> and then he would turn evil. It's the final revenge of Darth
2: Plagueis. Oh my
3: god! And that's the thing that's so <laughs> awful about it. Is that like <laughs> it's there. It's there for the taking.
2: So then this tight another poor diction here. Here comes Jordan. So- poor diction noise. <laughs> So Kylo, right, mm-hmm. the whole thing was, you know, he saw the Porg get killed as a kid. Chewie brings him the light side Porg because they need him to, like, eat, th- eat oh, the light no. eat Porg <laughs> to bring, bring him as, to the light side he so does, he can go against Luke. <laughs> he doesn't bring it as a pet? No, he it's He brings food. it as food. It's, He's going to make a gross soup, a light side gross soup.
0: <laughs> I think we're kind of touching onto a thing here because we talked about the idea of eating Porgs could make you more light side or dark side. Maybe... This comes down to preparation, right? (laughs) It's like
2: puffer fish. Yeah.
0: (laughs) If you eat them in a gross soup... (laughs) <laughs> that brings you to the light side because yeah, the yeah. light side's all about the gross soup. Like yeah. Yoda had his gross soup. It's, like true. He, he, it's always the good guys with the gross the soup. The good
1: guys always eat gross soup because the good guys are like the, the rebels. It's poor. You're underground. You're doing your thing. You're eating gross soup. The dark side
0: way to do it is you break them open. You eat the raw hearts yeah, like Gordon I mean, Ramsay does. Vader what? had that
3: huge what? banquet
2: set up in Cloud City, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah, that's pork Wellington. He's serving there, is what's happening. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Porg and beans. <laughs> It's going to
1: turn There into it is. <laughs> Ring the bell. Uh, man. Hashtag of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Porgy beans. Porgy beans. Porgy and beans. Well, thank you, Mom, <laughs> for that question. It was great. Um, it was awesome. There it is. And it spawned our hashtag of the week. Uh, porg and beans. <laughs> so there you go. All right, gang. I have one more question left that we have time right. to get to. This is where we go out. This is where we peek. And it is a big one. It's good. Because this is something everybody, all of my podcasters need to weigh in on here. Uh, uh-huh. This comes from Terrence from San Francisco. Wants to know, of all the pork dictions made on the show, which is the most likely to be true? Well, clearly they're all true because <laughs> why else would we right? be here? I <laughs> also would be doing this.
3: I have this particular feeling about this question is that, I feel like if I was being safe and I wanted to lock down one porg diction to be true, I mean, there's stuff you can go with. Like I feel like porgs flying via the force, or like oh porgs are going to be used as a teaching tool to teach the uh, the force. But I feel like the one thing I really need to hang my hat on it's that, <laughs> that porgs are going to bonk phasma, and like Uh-oh. that's the one that's like jaw dropping. So I mean, yeah, I could I... get a lesser porg diction r- right, but if you nail this one. That's the whole enchilada. I
1: think it'd be easy to say six episodes in. I think most of our listeners would agree to. I think, really, the foundation, if there was a father, son, Holy Spirit of the pork cast, it would be both pork bonkings and the fishing industry. That's true. I think boats and bonks are essential
2: to the pork uh, story. To, yeah, <laughs> what
1: the pork story is, I think those are the ones we seem to come back to the most. This is like a good segue into this because we make all these pork dictions. We podcasters know them to be true. However, with the internet there's always a scuffle and scuttle around our thoughts, people weighing in on what we have to say here. And a lot of people when we kind of first introduced the bonking theory kind of brought up this fact of like Star Wars never reduces itself to anything that slaps thick. Oh, oh come, come on. on. That would mm. never happen. Right.
0: Uh, um, you, know, you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like a little bit of icky, icky goo. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> what? Was that a Jar Jar? We didn't even catch That's that. That's a Jar Jar
0: reference a- to the part where he steps in poop. That
1: happened in real Star Wars canon. Suck it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So. A lot of slapstick happening in episode one. But if we don't even count that, right, we count the new ones, right? Like, oh, no, Disney's doing it now. They're doing it right. They're doing this whole thing. And Jordan, feel free to cover yours and hum at Mm -hmm. this part. But I don't know if my fellow porcasters have seen. There's like the last trailer kind of dropped and the last Mm -hmm. clip of a Porg. And there is a scene in it in which we see the Millennium Falcon go into a barrel roll. The Porg flies off of the control panel and splats against the window similar to a Garfield suction cup. Doll. I yeah. I
2: would not have believed yeah. you if you had told me that like this outside is of this podcast.
1: In the trailer, I hope I didn't ruin that nah. for you Jordan, but this is in the trailer. So, <laughs> I mean you guys, we Andrew, d- can you have a freak out for me? Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean
3: we talked about this like during the week when this dropped. And it was like, this isn't a Star Wars trailer, it's a Doritos commercial, right?
2: <laughs> Doritos lo- po- lo- Locos Porg Taco? Yeah, Doritos yeah. Porgos
1: Locos Tacos. <laughs> tacos. Prepare <laughs> it correctly or it could turn you to the dark
3: side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's a oh. poor diction for you. Merchandising tie-in. There's going to be a Doritos Locos taco that is light side <laughs> porg and dark side porg. You get to choose. Have fun with all your friends. <laughs> it's it's cool, <laughs> cool
1: Ranch and... Cool Ranch and blazon Nacho. Uh, choose the light side or the dark side porg taco. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I, a lot of people have been like, hey, you guys is... Dictions. I get it, it's funny, you guys are funny, but like it's a little too slapstick for Star Wars. Well, anyway, if you want to jump on YouTube, you can <laughs> view that trailer in which a porg uh, slaps against the window like a Garfield doll. And then I immediately had a porg diction where I was like, how long till the suction cup window oh, porg happens? Oh, and then this morning I was on Think Geek and there is a porg for sale that you can suction cup to the window of your car. That looks like it's splatted against the window of your car. And it comes with a little sign that says Porg on board. So there it is.
0: I mean, like major slapstick thing here. If you want to get on us and be like, that Porg bonk is never going to happen. You're not going to do something slapstick. If we look at Phasma in the last movie, it ends with her getting thrown in the garbage. It's true. It's true. Yeah. She has a history of falling in the garbage.
3: And, and not to get too Gore Vidal about the whole situation, but I'm just saying that, like, really what the podcast is is an upwelling of anxiety about how the Star Wars property is being handled. So we're not saying that we literally think this happens. I think what really the takeaway is is that we're all afraid this is going to happen at least that's my position as the pork prepper. You're pork a,
2: prepping. yeah there's
3: yeah as a pork prepper, there's a deep down fear
1: and and the trailer kind of dropped right after we had had uh, we released our kind of like Andrews sort of uh, maniacal conspiracy theory episode in which he had to apologize for yeah um, and then the trailer dropped and I see them leaning in bucket barrel roll and the pork literally slaps exactly slaps across the
3: window and And I was like uh uh oh (laughs) and that's what we're getting at here is that like it could be bad brace yourselves so pork dictions
1: that might come true anybody else want to weigh in here yeah I think I think we definitely have like
3: easy ones right yeah, like I think they like eat the fish
2: or something you're like okay like that you know, probably makes sense yeah the, yeah
3: i think gross soup's pretty much a slam dunk
2: that's true that's for real but
0: i think the truth is if they don't ride in boats then what was the point to any of this <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah what
2: was the point to any of this yeah,
1: if they're not in boats then why would we have produced six episodes of this podcast come on (laughs) Terrence (laughs) that wraps up our user questions sorry we couldn't get through them all Um, there were a lot of them but those of you that wrote in to us those were awesome I'm like still in shock about how on board so many Mm -hmm. of our listeners were and you're all just so wonderful
0: We've spent a lot of time talking on this show about how we feel about Porgs. We just kind of got a look at our audience, to see how they feel about Porgs. And I think anybody that's been like following Porg news these past few weeks, you'll see that there's a lot of talk coming from the cast of the movie about how they feel about Porgs. So I feel like it's important that we finally like step in and talk about some of this stuff. That sound about right, guys? Sure. Yeah. I'm in. So, we did talk about Daisy Ridley last week, that Daisy Ridley is pro porg. However, she says Ray doesn't care about them. So, I think that's some pretty interesting insight. We also have a lot of quotes from Ryan Johnson, the director, about how much he loves the porgs. He has joked in interviews that he is contractually
1: obligated to like them, but I think that just comes, that's just because he created them. Well, we think JJ might have had a hand in it. It's possible. J.J. may be Darth Plagueis-ing this whole thing. What if J.J.
3: <laughs> makes himself Dark Plagueis? <laughs> 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 the
1: big reveal. Snoke is J.J. He's controlling yeah. all Snoke of is this.
2: George Lucas.
3: Snoke is George um, Lucas. <laughs> okay, so, uh, Kylo, you've got to do a better job there. Um, I envision there being uh, bigger spaceships, so uh, make it happen. Oh, boy. Other big name on the pro board
0: is Oscar Isaac. Yes, Oscar. Oscar. Isaac, the sexiest man in the galaxy on record multiple times saying that he's pro-porg, that he loves the porgs.
3: I got to push back on one thing you said there is I don't think he's the sexiest man in the galaxy. I'm a Boyega boy. We'll get to Boyega because I got some
0: I got some important stuff to talk about with Boyega. But also, I mean, Oscar Isaac, here's a porg diction for you. Oscar Isaac can get it. What? <laughs> <laughs> is that it? <laughs> is that it? Yes. <laughs> what the hell is... That's what I do. Um. Another interesting thing about Oscar Isaac, Isaac here...
2: I know, is where I know where you're going with this.
0: If you just, yeah, okay, go. He has said in multiple interviews, like, and it keeps coming up, is that he very much wants to eat a porg and he <laughs> thinks that they would
3: taste good.
2: What? <laughs> oh... <laughs> Because he Did knows you,
3: something we don't, that it gives knows, you force
2: powers. It's yeah. possible. Well,
3: ben, that's true. I've got to say, I'm taken aback by that. Was that what you were expecting? Because you said I know what he's going to say. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't I, expecting I, that.
2: No, it's not what I was expecting. Yeah. I, I kind of thought he was going to bring up the ska band thing. Oscar Isaac was in a ska band.
3: Oh, oh. wow. That's yeah, almost was, more interesting. <laughs> is, can you tell me more that about is that? Way, yeah, that is, that is <laughs> right? way left
1: field. But yeah, Oscar Isaac was in a ska band. What's, uh, there but you he go. apparently also wants to eat porgs. So that's weird.
0: Next up on Team Pro-Porg,
1: and I'm really excited that we got this one on our team. Laura Dern
0: Ooh.
2: is Pro-Porg. Yeah. Laura
1: Dern, Pro-Porg. The we,
2: new character that we
1: yes, don't really know. That we don't know a lot about, but she has cool hair. General Ellie Sadler. She says they're adorable. She says she wants to take them home. Um,
0: she said in an interview with BB-8. So she's talking to the droid. She's talking to BB-8. And she asked BB-8 how he feels about everyone being so focused on the the Porgs. She's very much team BB-8. She says the Porgs are adorable, but you're my guy.
2: That's what she tells everybody.
0: So I got one more in Pro Porg who is probably the one one I'm most excited about. Uh, And that's uh, a new member of the cast, Kelly Marie Tran.
1: Jordan has no idea who any of these people are.
0: KMT. I mean, KMT said this? Are you sure? KMT is... Very, very pro-Porg. She actually went as a Porg for Halloween this year. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, Marie, Kelly Marie Tran is all on board with the Porg. She's Porg on board. Let's you, hit, we're you, going anti now. Yeah, let's go anti. Yes, please. I think this is like a really important, John Boyega, very anti-Porg. Mm. He has called them horrifying. He does not <laughs> think they're and cute.
2: Again, this just goes back to the Oscar Isaac thing. They know that you have to eat the porgs and it gives you the force. Yeah. So Boyega, Boyega is just disgusted you know, by it. I'm going to get into something here. Okay. And this is, this is a quote I pulled
0: from John Boyega, an interview he did with Nerdist, I think. He was being interviewed by someone who was very pro-porg. She was asking everyone about porgs. And John Boyega kind of laid into her about how much he hates the porgs. And then he got into this last point where he said, you don't like Porgs, really. You just like a version of what Porgs are supposed to be. Whoa. Ooh, why that didn't we get him on the heavy. show? Now, to this line, I think this is a real wake up sheeple moment. Yeah. Because yeah. he is hinting at the dark nature of the Porgs that we've been on board from day one. Yeah, wow.
1: Boyega is drinking the ham water with you,
0: Andrew, No,
3: And, and this, this carries a lot of weight with me because who is he except like us in the franchise, because he's someone who circumstances are beyond his control. He doesn't necessarily fly ships. He's a ground troop. He's not like a force guy. He used a lightsaber when he had to, but like of the, all the new cast members we meet in uh, the force awakens, he's the most like us, right? He's Finn just trying every yeah, yeah. He's just trying to get into a cool world where people fly spaceships and all of that stuff. He's an everyman. And so he's an everyman. Yeah. And he gets out there. Exactly. And so he is like someone in the middle of Des Moines who's worried about the NWO coming and putting them into a re education camp. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying.
1: Finn may be onto something yep. here that he knows more of the, about the porgs than we do here at the podcast, And he yep. is sending a warning.
0: Yep. A couple more anti pork people Gwendolyn Christie. Very anti-Porg. She, quote, hates them so much, she thinks they should be erased from the film. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Wow. You know what that says? Whoa. That sounds like someone who's upset they got bonked.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Andrew, please freak (laughs) out for me right now.
3: I'm sorry, but that (laughs) puts me in a Zen state because it's like, I told you. I told you. <laughs> of course she's mad about him. She's
1: of course. She's
3: so mad.
1: Yeah, because I'm almost speechless at her anti porgness Because it's,
3: well,
2: it's very clear.
3: It ties so <laughs> much into the bonking theory. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have to go there. But it's like, when you read that, she's like, oh my god. Like, I signed on. I thought I'd be a badass. But I've fallen in garbage and been bark- bonked in the garbage. Like, how else could it be different? <laughs> true.
0: Also on anti-porg. We have Andy Circus. Ooh, Golem. He had a lot of strong language about the porns. He called them despicable. I believe the mm-hmm. word hate was thrown around. He accused them of eating up screen time. Fifty-two minutes of
3: it. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, why are the anti-porg people describing them as, like, their character is poor, right? Like, they are evil, is what they're saying. And this is the thing, like, I'm getting lightheaded right now because it's like, oh, my God, all my worst fears are coming to pass. Like, the porgs are vampires living in spooky castles. Bonking phasma left and right. (laughs) Sucking Luke down.
1: It's funny. Because <laughs> Andrew is right. No one's saying like, oh, they're so annoying or, oh, I don't think these cute things should be in Star Wars or da, 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 or any of that. They're literally like, fuck these little <laughs> things like, <laughs> these little things assholes. away from your family. <laughs> they- yeah, they're like very like warning against them. Like, these are not good. You don't want these porgs. It's too much for <laughs> me. It's too much for me.
0: One last person we have a quote from that I really think captures a lot of what we got going on here is Hall Gleason. Now, in the interview, he's actually sitting with Andy Serkis and Gwendolyn Christie. The three of them were getting interviewed at the same time. Like, they are like, a little, I guess a little bad guy panel or something. But in response to everything Gwendolyn and Andy had to say, he said, I used to be pro-Porg, but this is really open to my eyes. Uh. Uh.
1: You know, it's weird. A lot of the bad guys seem anti-Porg, which is weird. This I, I'm having a lot of like... My brain is breaking a little bit because, like, are they evil? Are they not evil? Because all the bad guys seem to not like them. And the Porgs
0: were accused of eating up screen time, right? So you have to imagine, like, if you're Captain Phasma, like, you're barely in the movie in the first one. And you're hoping, like, hey, maybe number two is my chance to shine as, like, the big villain here. But it's Porgs instead. If you're Snoke, you're introducing the first one. You're barely kind of in there. You're hoping, hey, maybe number two is my chance to really get in there. But it's Porgs,
1: right? <laughs> I, we <There's>, all know. <laughs> nobody's making the Snoke suction cup thing for the window. We <laughs> just just right. Porgs. It's all true. It's a
2: wrinkly raisin head anyways.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all true. It's all true.
0: So before we wrap it up here for good on the Porgcast, I think we should revisit something from episode one in which we kind of went around and ask everyone on a scale of one to 10, how much do you love Porgs? And I think we should see now that we're here at the end, at the end of our journey, how have it changed? So let's go around. Let's start with Andrew. Andrew, scale of one to 10. How much do you love Porgs?
3: Yeah, so you said we're going to wrap this segment up for good, but I actually think we're wrapping this segment up for evil. And I would love to say... (laughs) I would love to say, may the four be with you, because I started at a four. However, I am in the low ones to sub-zero at this point. Wow. The Porgs will be terrible. I'm warning you all. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) He's like the town crier. I'm imagining Andrew... In, like, some old medieval town, just ranting out by the fountain in the courtyard. <laughs> like, yeah. oh,
3: the plague, what a fanciful of <laughs> It's like, no, no, it's happening. It's coming. I'm sorry, everyone. When you leave the movie theater, it's like, so Chewie gave the Falcon to a pork. Okay. Right? And It's and over. And Phasma was its mom.
2: <laughs> like, Andrew's going to be sitting in a the theater, and his one eye will just start twitching. Like, it's I just going to start twitching. No. I know. He's going to... F- He's going to freak out. No, like, honestly, I'm worried
3: about having a freak out in the theater because I think all of that, what we've said, is going to come to pass. The Porks are going to be evil vampires in spooky castles, uh, fishing Octo to to death, sucking on Luke. (laughs) It's over, everyone! It's over! Andrew, can you tag that
0: with just one more wake-up, sheeple, for good time's sake? Well,
3: I mean, as long as you don't say it to the Federales, I should be fine. (laughs) Wake up, sheeple! (laughs) There he oh. is.
1: He's a he's a zero to one at this point. All right, uh, Jordan.
2: Um, yeah, I think mine was two different numbers before. I had a, I think I was like a seven or eight for everything outside of the movie, talking about porks, pork merchandise, just being excited about them, doing a pork cast. All those things made me excited about it, and, and I'm I'm still there. I still. Still enjoyed. It. I'm still right. I'm gonna say an eight. I think I was a seven before, so I'm up to an eight there. He's an but eight. As for in the movie, oh. as I've come to learn more and more about these, <laughs> I'm leaning much more towards Andrew's side, but not as bad as him. I think I was like a four with that before. I'm gonna I'm gonna say like it it's got me it's got me a little concerned You're with worried. the comment about the uh, the Doritos commercial. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, you hadn't seen that. No, I haven't seen yeah. anything. Yeah, that would have lowered yeah. So I'm yeah, gonna yeah. be
2: sitting in the theater in a week and I'm gonna be looking, and I'm gonna sit there, I'm like this is a fucking Doritos commercial. They were right. And I ruined a little bit of it ah. for you, but does it feel better
1: that, like, I feel like it's better to get that out of the way because I think if you had seen that pork bonk on the window <laughs> in the actual film itself, you may have freaked out. So I'm trying to like ease you're, you're you. You're easing it. me into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You never yeah. want to just throw someone into the ice bath. You want to slowly edge your way into it. Maybe. What about you, Ben? You know, I started. I started the podcast at a 6 and I'm going to uh I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to take a modest uh step of one step to a 7 <laughs> 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 because I still find a lot of joy out of them. In the In the process of the last six weeks, I now am the owner of a pork stuffed toy and a pork T-shirt. So I think for me to say that I had lowered my score or not changed at all would be a blatant lie. So I'm gonna say that I'm a seven on Porgs, but I tell you what, I am a 10 on the pork cast uh, because I think we did an awesome <laughs> job. But Mikey, you, from the beginning of this, one, you were the guy that originally texted all of us and said, we should do a podcast. Mm-hmm. You were a nine in the first episode out of shame. People want to know the two people on Instagram that like you. I'm <laughs> sure. no. Here you are six weeks later. Where are you at? Are you still at a nine? Are you at a 10 now? You have it. Permanently tattooed on your flesh.
0: Yeah, I was a nine out of shame. I really, really loved the Porgs, so much so that I was afraid they would be terrible. And if they were, I'd have to be embarrassed about it. And that's why I didn't give them a 10. I gave them a nine. Yeah. And I'm in a very complicated spot right now because somehow, against all odds, I think I love Porgs
1: more now (laughs) than I did back then. Uh, However, <laughs> okay, is this taking into account the porg diction?s In which they're vampires, <laughs> and possibly yeah, you I, can eat them in tacos for force power. Well, I mean, porgs are like a part
0: of me now. Like I, I love the porgs. Yeah, I'm way up there. However, the stakes for my shame and embarrassment have gotten so much higher. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: yeah, he's turned to great heights, but what a fall it'll be! What a fall it'll
0: be!
1: Uh, yeah, ten I out of ten. I have a
0: tattoo of a porg now. I haven't done much with my life, so I feel like a quick Google search of my name is going to reveal this.
2: <laughs> yeah, forever,
0: yeah. And, and that's gonna that'll follow me for the rest of my life. So I I'm
1: very torn here. Like as much as I love the Porgs, like God, this Falk is going to be tough to deal with if they're terrible. If they're terrible, you're gonna have a rough time. Might I suggest this? I don't know if you remember this, but in the late '90s, early 2000s, there was a certain brand of pants uh, where they were long pants, but you could unzip them <laughs> and turn them into shorts. Might I suggest invest in those? Might I suggest Investing investing for the premiere because as you've tattooed this porg boat on your leg you could adjust your pants from shorts to pants depending on how bad the porgs are so maybe you go in as shorts and depending on that's not a bad idea maybe you come out and go in there with
0: pants go in with pants watch the movie the porgs are great unzip them show off the legs and say
1: suck it losers i told you they were awesome i told you they were gonna be awesome look at this i called my shot
3: i haven't pictured the opposite yeah. way where it's like mikey goes in in shorts mode and then in the middle of the movie right after fastman gets bonked you're like he's just
1: it's a really quiet scene in the film and you just hear
0: and you know what boys That's the difference between me and y'all. I'm a dreamer. (laughs) (laughs) He's a dreamer, not a prepper, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So you know what? I guess conclusion of the podcast here, guys. I'm gonna say it. Ten out of ten, baby. Wow. (laughs) There he is.
1: Ten out of ten from Mikey, the host of the podcast and the bearer of the porg on a boat (laughs) tattoo.
3: It's so much. It's all so much.
0: Well, boys, that takes us to the end of our final episode.
1: What a ride it's been. It's all happened. Andrew, how are you feeling over there?
3: I'm, I'm upset. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, we one day at
0: a
1: time. We have some people we want to thank before we finish off here. Yeah, a bunch of people we want to thank. Obviously, <laughs> something like this you can't do this on your own right it takes a village (laughs) Mm -hmm. so a bunch of thank yous to people out there i just wanted to say thank you we want to say thank you to justin scar from random land and all the sometimes mob for their support on the podcast uh the podcast their support on the tattoo challenge you guys are awesome and thanks for tuning in eric DeLoretta from gay nerd pun check him out at gay nerd pun one of the early supporters of the podcast and always a good friend of ours i want to thank all our followers on instagram for the unending support you guys are amazing everyone who sent in questions for the q a sorry we couldn't get through them all but they were all freaking awesome and that was super super cool you guys Uh, everyone who requested a pork button hope you enjoy them be sure to wear them to the theater post pictures of them because Uh, We love seeing them on Instagram. It's hilarious, uh, and it's awesome to see everybody out there supporting the Porgs. I speak for all of us when I say we've had so much support online. We've cracked probably over a 1,000 downloads at this point on iTunes alone. It's just been insane. I'm not going to lie. Times are tough in the world. There's definitely more bad news than good news out there these days. And honestly, as silly and weird as it may sound, uh, getting together with uh, your friends from around the world and getting to watch and experience a movie together is Uh, fucking amazing Uh, we've had such an Mm -hmm. awesome time getting to talk and chat with you guys out there and if we made you laugh at all at least once in these six episodes our work here is officially done sincerely i'm so excited that less than a week uh, we all get to see our favorite characters up on screen again and then we all get to come back and sit around uh, in our living rooms like nerds and talk about it till we're blue in the face Uh, So everyone out there uh, who's taken this six episode journey with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from all of us for hanging out. A
0: rare moment of sincerity on the (laughs) (laughs) podcast.
1: All right. So that about wraps it up for us. I am Ben. I'm Jordan. I'm Andrew. I'm Mikey. They're here.
0: They're Porgs. It's the Porgcast. Thank you for spending your time with us.
1: Oh my God, you guys! I can't believe I get to do this for the last time. Poor on three. One, two, three. Poor, poor cast. cast.
2: Yeah, got it. We'll it was... never be able to do that again. That's not gonna happen. Practice
0: makes perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it though? Practice
3: makes poor <laughs> cast. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs>
1: Okay, wait, guys, 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 before we roll the credits, hold on, just real quick. This is like a Marvel movie. Look, we have a post credit scene. There is one mm-hmm. more question that came through on Instagram, like, a bunch of times, like, like, a lot, a lot, a lot, but, like, we've talked a lot about this movie before it came out, but, like, what happens after, so I guess the question to everyone in the room is, like, is there going to be an episode seven?
0: Huh.